War to your mother. We are back at it once again here at Watching from Ringside. I'm your host, Bota. Joining me today, as always, the most beautiful woman in sports infotainment. Jane, Jane, say hello. Hi. Thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you all for joining us again on this very special episode of Watching from ringside, we have some good stuff for you today. We're going to be jumping into AW Rampage. Uh, we're going to be doing a like, quick little review of uh, yesterday, well, February 27th. <laughs> February 27th episode of GCW. Uh, Heartbroken Dodger one was really, really good. I highly enjoyed that one. Uh, we are also going to give a quick uh, our votes. Well, yeah. our awards, our votes in for the AW Awards for last year, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. AW Rampage. Good stuff. Actually, hold on now. No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out. Time out. Rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a good episode. It did have some highlights, but I'm going to give you the reasons on why it wasn't quite exactly like my favorite. Uh, what was the first on, on the card, Jean? So first, we had Sami Guevara versus Andrade Lidolo for the TNT Championship. Ah, that's right, for the TNT Championship. Number one, Andrade should have won. I'm yeah, just going to go out there and say it. Andrade should have won. Um, I haven't been a fan of Sami Guevara's title run as 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 it's started, to be completely honest. Um, me, if you ask me, we should still have been holding on to the TNT title. Um. Andrade should have won this time around. I, I just I just don't understand. Needless to say, Sammy looked really good on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrade definitely knew how to, how to take the offensive. Knows how to neutralize high flyers. It's kind of his thing. You know what I mean? Kind of his thing, yeah. That being said, he didn't end up being victorious. I don't uh, I, I don't understand like the creative in, in, in this direction. Andrade should have been the most viable option to win. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what do you think about that one, Gene? Yeah, I agree. I am kind of done with Sammy's um, championship run. I don't know why. Like, it just feels like it's not enough. (laughs) 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 It's not enough, Sammy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What, do you still have the bad taste in your mouth after the whole Pam thing? No, not even. It's just like, I think it's because of the thing with Cody. Right. That it just, it, that kind of got intertwined and it made it weird. Yeah. It made it weird. I don't know if Sammy just kind of got dragged along. Cody leaving out on those like last days and that last title run that he had with him. It was just weird. It was just super weird. And he made like the whole thing weird. Oh. Right? Ah, Jesus. What is that? A hurricane? No, no, no. That's just your air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, as they, it was weird. It left a bad taste in her, in her mouth after the whole like Cody thing. Uh weren't super down with it we weren't super down with it i just don't understand where, where they're going to take it after that to be completely honest um after that uh award uh came out in action he defeated nick camarado in the singles match uh right of course uh nick had who's this fucking extra uh aaron solo on, on the ringside yeah on the, the watching rings from ringside just kidding i didn't mean to call him a fucking extra even though he's an extra um Wardlow, of course, had He's Sean a Spe- ringsider, babe. He's How a ringsider, sure. We all, thank you all. <clears throat> Shout out to all our little ringsiders. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Wardlow did, of course, had a, he had a spear on the yeah. outside, the chairman. Like usual. 
Warlow, uh, it was a good match. Probably the toughest challenge Warlow has had uh, in a while. In a while since since before like the whole like pinnacle uh, versus inner circle thing. Uh, Warlow uh, ended him out with the symphony of power bombs. Right? Everything yeah. was really good. Everybody was totally with it. We love it. We like to count it out. All the, all the people in the crowd. Sean Spears came out, uh, murked him with the chair a little bit more. And then he's like, grab the mic. He's like, hey, buddy, you know what? I want to be honest with you. The power bombs are not working. I jumped out of my chair. <laughs> I jumped Everybody out of my chair. Booed. I was like, what? Everybody booed. I was like, what do you mean? It's not working. It's literally working. He literally annihilates everybody with those endless barrages of the power bombs. I we had originally talked about that. It's like, oh, we we really wanted Warlow to break out already. Yeah. But the weight, I think it's 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 making it worth it right now. Yeah, I agree. I really really enjoyed this match. I because the whole time I'm like, no, Nick Camarado, he's too big. Like Wardlow can't power bomb him, and then he right. did, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, he got one, yay! And then he did it like three more times. I'm like, oh shit, Wardlow, like it made Wardlow look really really good. Right then, it also. MJF is, is is finishing up the thing with CM Punk. Oh, CC. He's gonna beat him again. Uh. Nah. Ah! No, ah! Not. Hot take. That's a hot take right there. I think he's gonna win. As much as I love CM Punk, and trust me, I really want CM Punk to win. With the underhanded tactics or some whack shit, I don't know if Homeboy's gonna just to stab him or something like that. But MJF is gonna win. <laughs> he's gonna straight up stab him. I don't know. I don't know. He's gonna do some <laughs> underhanded tactics to, to win. Well, you know how he came out and he had that very, like, heartfelt promo on Dynamite? Right. And then uh, uh, CM Punk came out and was like, is this true? And MJF was like, yeah, you know, and they both left really sad. Maybe that's just, like, psyching out CM Punk, so he's not going to do his best. And that's how MJF wins. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I feel you. Because now he feels bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> now he feels bad. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. We'll see though. Warlow, I'm pretty sure either way, as soon as that uh, the thing with CM Punk finishes out, I do see them. Uh, I, I do see Warlow breaking out. Yeah. Or maybe even like wait a little bit. I don't know. It's because as soon as he breaks out, of course, I do see him just plowing through the competition and really going up against the ranks. Title shots. I need title shots for Warlow. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay, how long did we say we waited for Hangman? Like, basically two years, right? Yeah. For him to get his moment. And, like, that whole time was just really, I guess, really good storytelling. Like, we didn't get bored or anything. Right. I feel that's the same thing happening with Wardlow. Like, the longer we wait, the more we want it. So, at first I was like, yeah, we should just break him out already. But I think I think it'll be okay. We can wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's get some W's in the chat for Warlow. Uh, after that, yeah. we had Serena Deeb, uh, of course, the professor of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. The professor of professional wrestling. Where's that alliteration? Professor. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the professor of professional wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Serena Deeb defeated Kayla Sparks. Uh, Five-minute challenge match via submission. Uh it's cool, yeah. but it's it's a little bit weird because it just feels like there isn't a direction for Serena at the moment. Wait, I... this is good. She's the professor of professional wrestling. She's literally teaching these fucking newbies within five minutes or less. How much did K 
Kayla, Kayla Sparks learn in two minutes and 30 seconds. Like seven different submissions. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess getting murked by them counts as learning that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, an experience. <laughs> okay, sure. Lucky you that you were able to get in the ring with Serena Deeb. Okay, 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 right? okay, okay. I don't know, I think so. I get it. Okay, I, I, I'm just, I'm, all right, I just want like a little bit more of a storyline. To be completely honest. Like a more concrete... Like a storyline. She. This isn't really like a storyline. She's just kind of like, you know, presenting the character. I get it. Yeah. One of these days, though, uh, I guess... What are we going to call it? I guess like a somewhat open challenge. One of these days, she's going to be like, okay, let's go. Who's next? Who Who next wants to get, get this fucking lesson? And then it's going to be Sheeta for round three. Seven, I mean. Round... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. We... No, hopefully it's going to be someone good. Someone like, oh, what? Nobody expected this person to come out whatever to who's fight. new but it's also like like i'm considered a newbie but turns out to be like really good the breakout star of 2022 oh i hope that's a female though oh wait that was kind of um well oh we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that we'll, we'll talk about that in particular later on gene yeah. uh after that we had the main main event <laughs> <laughs> after that we had the main event orange cassidy uh against anthony bowen's for the face of the Revolution qualifier match. <laughs> Revolution, of course, we know is when, Gene? Now that's... Uh, in two weeks. I think that's next week. March... Wait. 25, 26, 21, 2, 3, 4... Yeah, March 6th, next Sunday. Cool, so next week. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, the face of the Revolution match, right? Uh, that's going to be in Revolution, obviously. Uh, the qualifying match is to see who's going to be in the said match. Uh, and Orange Cassidy, Anthony Bones had a pretty, uh, pretty good match. To be completely honest, I didn't know this is one of those matches that I guess you didn't like necessarily like need that much of a background thing. This is like two guys that are high in the rankings. Let's see who gets the spot in the match. Right? Yeah, perfect. I don't need anything else. Absolutely, I just love. Uh, their back, their initial like uh, backstage like promo. Oh uh, yeah, their promos were good. Yes, that was really, very fun start. That was really good in the initial in the initial uh, confrontation. Uh, Max Caster had the mic. He basically just caught this rapping promo against them, uh, and then he threw the mic to Orange Cassidy. He said, "All right, spit some bars, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> spit some bars, motherfucker. Let's see what you got. Let me see what you got." And then Orange Cassidy picks up the mic. He does those little like kicks that he does. Yeah, hand like, in pocket. Everybody was like, "What?" Hand in pocket, and then they attacked him. He dodged, and then everybody just kind of like uh, got in there and like attacked him. Wheeler, you to help the mouse, mm -hmm. right? They all got out of the ring. Orange Cassidy pulls the mic up to his mouth, and he says, "Word to your mother." <laughs> he's yeah, just like good. takes off sunglasses, and he's like, "Word to your mother." Like, oh, okay. Cool, <laughs> That, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. We had a lot of uh, high-flying action from Orange, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know. Would you consider him a high-flyer? Mm, no. Somewhat. He's just a lanky boy that likes to jump. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like a Darby, right? Just likes to throw himself off of things. Yeah. Which is chilling. Uh, okay. I see it. Very right. Okay. Uh, good match. Uh, they did try, of course, and uh, Mark Astro tried to jump in with some underhanded tactics mm -hmm. with the boom box and whatnot. However, Orange Cassidy did end up claiming the victory. 
Yep. And who was there to help him out? Oh, that's you. right. <laughs> oh, we had a surprise. We had a surprise guest. Well, not even a guest appearance. I guess he works there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he works there. <laughs> yes, he I works have, there. I've been so used to saying guest appearance. No, no, no. He actually works there. Uh, Danhausen. Yeah. Danhausen. He's in a... Very nice, very evil. He came out... Uh, he came out to help him. He came out to uh, uh, do the little destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cursed Max, Max Caster. Then, <laughs> then he received a, a, a merkin from Weaver Yuda. It was pretty fun. <laughs> pretty fun stuff. I yeah. don't know when he's going to come into action. I'm not sure if he's still injured, right? You have to double check up on that. Uh, but I really want to see Dan Housen in action. I want to see him do like the mic. Like, what is the status of that, you know? Yeah. I guess they're maybe like waiting on like the right time. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Okay, well, let's go ahead. That and, was Rampage. That was Rampage. Um, interesting developments. We are going to have one more, one more dynamite, one more Rampage before Revolution. Yes, yes. That's right. We're going to have one more dynamite, one more Rampage before Revolution. We're going to go ahead and try like, to cover that for y'all as well before Revolution. So you'll have everything as well as our Revolution predictions that will be on the next episode. But for now, let's go ahead and take a little break before we jump into the GCW show. Hard break. Moving on to the first category, we have the best moments on the mic. CM Punk returns. Brian Danielson calls out Kenny Omega. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, welcomes fans to Britsburg. Oh, that was a good one. MGF thinks the Midwest is mid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is sent to punish Miro. Oh, that's a good one. The MJF thinks the Midwest is mid. They made a whole TikTok on that. That's a whole sound on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it is? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I would pick that one as well. It's called the Midwest because everything about it is mid. Uh, <laughs> that's not a rib on the, our Midwest listeners. Please don't DM us hate. <laughs> My vote is on CM Punk Returns, though. Uh, that literally made me cry. Uh, that's rare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that, that attachment to CM Punk like you losers do. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm an MJF super fan, so... I think I'll go for it. MJF thinks the Midwest is mid. Okay, for sure. Let's go ahead on to the next one. Number two. Let's see. Number two, I believe. It's this one. Oh, yeah. Best Twitter follow. Okay. Nyla Rose, Young Bugs, MJF, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, or Orange Cassidy? Who do you have? I, oh, man. Oof. Honestly, I like Nyla Rose's Twitter follow, to be completely honest. There's a lot of personality to it, and she goes all around with lots of different things. Nice. The Young Bucks are really good on the on the follow, though. <laughs> but it's usually just like, new bio, new bio. Get out of here. <laughs> I, um, I never get on Twitter usually, so I'm just going to go with Nyla Rose in good faith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right, biggest beatdown. We have uh, Men of the Year sent Darby Allen on a trip. Oh, that's when the Men of the Year mm-hmm. threw Darby down those concrete stairs, right? Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson kicks Cole Cabana's tooth out. 
Oh, that's pretty rough. Mm. Pinnacle takes down the inner circle at Blood and Guts. Hangman Adam Page goes 60 seconds. So, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 60 minutes uh, with Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. Biggest beatdown. Biggest beatdown. Um... I'm going to go with Men of the Year sent Darby Allen on a trip. Because during that whole little feud, Darby definitely took a lot of damage. Yeah. And talking about like beatdown... Beat down, beat down by definition. I think but that one wins. I'm going to go with Brian Daniel- Danielson kicks Cold Cabana's tooth out. When he was going on that little rampage, taking care of the whole Dark Order, that, oh, was, that was good. Fun. That was pretty fun. Still undefeated. Well, only one loss. One loss, yeah. All right. What was the next one, Gene? Biggest surprise. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson's debut. Darby Allen's return as the Invisible Man. The formation of the pinnacle, Young Bucks turn on John Moxley, or Mercedes Martinez arrives in AEW. Hmm. Okay, the first one, no, that wasn't even a surprise. We already knew that was going to happen. The Invisible Man one was pretty good. If I remember correctly, (laughs) that was around Halloween time, and that was that was pretty good. That Mm -hmm. that was that was quite in theme, and I love Halloween shit. To be completely honest, Uh, formation of the pinnacle that was very exciting. What do you think, Gene? You know what? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. I just, I'm just going to go with Darby Allen's return as the Invisible Man because his outfit was fire. I'm going to go with that one too. Uh, however, Mercedes Martinez arrives in AEW was a really, really nice surprise. That was, a, yeah, that was an actual surprise. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead, Gene. Biggest WTF moment. Matt Jackson's, what? Oh, Matt Jackson's tag Travis Scott shoe, MJF's Long Island homecoming, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston take a drive, uh, New Year's Eve street fight, Hangman Adam Page turns down the Dark Order. Oh, hmm. that's right. What do you think? Right, right, right. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna, I'm, honestly, <clears throat> MJF's Long Island homecoming. That was pretty hardcore. I, I didn't think Long Island was still gonna was gonna cheer him. I didn't think that was going to happen, but they totally did. Holy cow. I agree. I was not expecting that. And I guess it, it does happen a lot with with uh, people in their hometowns. Like, you back up your hometown hero or whatever. But he's a straight-up heel. He's, like, the biggest heel in AW. So, I don't know. But I'll go with that one. That's right. And, and speaking of, of uh, going against, like, the hometown, like, hero, th- we saw that happen in uh, in uh, AAA when, uh, when they were basically going for uh, the... Uh, the uh, 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 Rami Chakan, the uh, La Parca Squad. Oh, CCC. Si, si, si. Right, right. And, right, right. And I felt that that happened a little bit over the last uh, Rey de Reyes pay per view uh, last week because everybody was basically cheering on Cibernetico. Everybody was cheering on Cibernetico, but he lost. He ended up losing, losing, and uh, Psycho Clan ended, ended up winning the Rey the, Rey de Reyes, uh, championship. And he got booed. He got freaking booed. Damn. So that was on Cibet- in Cibernetico's hometown? Yeah. So I well, guess if it's I remember fairly common. If I remember correctly, it was his hometown. Or he just had a lot of, like, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot, a lot support of support in that support, area. Support <laughs> in that area. And it happens. Sometimes, yeah. like, you know, in some, like, territories, you're just like, holy cow. Like, they really freaking love this guy. Yeah. But even though he's, like, a heel. Interesting. Even though he's a heel. Uh, anyways. Uh, next. Next one. Uh, breakout star, female, Jade Cargill, Jamie Hader, Tay Conti, Chris Statlander, Red Velvet. What's it though? This one's an easy one. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. 
from zero to basically undefeated and the TNT women's champion. What else do you want? From from zero here, and honestly, TBS women's champion. TBS sorry. women's champion. <laughs> Our TBS women's champion. That's for sure. Uh, huge shout out from watching from ringside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. We absolutely love Jade Cargill. 100% and our full support goes out to Jade Cargill. Just face turn, to be completely honest. We love you. People cheer you on. Come on now. Yeah, easy face turn. Let's do it. Easy face turn. Literally, like, just face turn. Just face turn. Everybody's such a heel, and I feel that you can... It's there. It's there. Trust me. It's definitely there. Yeah. Y'all don't believe me, but it's going to happen. I hope so, at least. Yeah. Okay. Breakstar Mail. Dante Martin. Jungle Boy. Sammy Guevara. Ricky Starks or Hook? Hook, obviously. Yeah, Hook. It's not even a... I mean, everybody here is great, but the way Hook started off, like, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Oh, Hook is probably, like, from the time <clears throat> from the time that, like, he's, like, literally, like, been in AW since, it's like, what, maybe he started out this year? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was, I believe, this year. The most over wrestler. The, the, from the second he stepped into the ring. From the second he stepped in the ring, I think he's probably like received the biggest push of anybody's debut. Like straight up, straight up debut in history. Like in-ring debut. Not in like an indie push or anything like that. Like in-ring debut, like the biggest pop in wrestling history. Yeah, from the beginning. Come on. Send Hook. <laughs> However, because everybody else no, has had some experience elsewhere, right? They're just breakout stars in AW. They have been pushed to like, okay, Jungle Boy's a champion right now. So is Sammy. So is Ricky Stark. Yes. However, Dante Martin on his single singles run while his brother is away uh, from his injury. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Highlighted himself as a really, really good. And he's really, really fun to watch. Absolutely. One of the best high flyers in the business, to be completely honest. Yeah. Uh, very slept on in some industries. But I I know he's he's got a bright, bright, bright future. Especially after soon his, his brother comes back, we mm -hmm. got the tag team division on lock, for sure. Oh, for sure. 100%. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Uh, high flyer of the year. Oh, oh there <laughs> speaking we go. Of, speaking of high flyer of the year, Penta El Cero Miedo, Dante Martin, Ray Phoenix, Pac, or Riho. What's say that? I'm just going to send this to Dante Martin because of the same reason. We were just talking about it. Ray Phoenix for me. No, yeah. Dante Ray, Martin's Ray really good. Ray Phoenix and Penta El Cero Miedo together are amazing. But for the best high flyer, that's Ray Phoenix, TBH. That's Ray Phoenix. And to be completely honest... He but he would has have... a lot of experience on Dante Martin. So I guess it's justified. Yeah. Okay. Trust me, I Dante Martin... Will be one of the best high flyers in the world, really, 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 really soon. Best AW fashion moment: Tay Conti at full gear, Dr. Britt Baker DMD's Britsburg jacket. Oh shit, that one's good. Hikaru Shida's anniversary dress, Chris Jericho as Painmaker, or the Super Elite as the Toon Squad. Oh, best fashion moments. I'm not gonna lie, the two that stand out are Dr. Britt Baker's Pittsburgh jacket. And the Super Elite as the Toon Squad. The rest of them, I don't remember. Well, I do remember Chris Jericho as a pain maker, but I remember that moment. I know what he looks like, but I remember the moment. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I, my vote is for Tay Conti at Full Gear. I had forgotten about that. 
I don't remember. What was you wearing? It was really nice. It was like, you know, all Brazil, like inspired. You know, you can really feel like the elements to it. It felt really nice. Mm. So that's your boat? That's definitely my boat. Y'all have to, I'll have to, I'll have to show you later on. It was really nice. I'll take Dr. Britt Baker, DMD's Britsburg jacket. I have a thing for jackets. <laughs> it was a nice jacket. Very nice jacket though. Uh, next category, best tag team brawl. Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers Steel Cage match. Mm. Oh! My mouth watered just like <laughs> saying that out loud. Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki and John Moxley. Versus. No, versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. That mm. was good. Sting and Darby versus Allen 2.0 versus uh, uh, 2.0. All right. Uh, Lucha Brothers and versus Jurassic Express Tag Team Eliminator, Eliminator Finals. Oh, that was good. Uh, New York. New York Street Fight. Oh, no. New Year's Eve Street that Fight. New York, New Year's, New Year's Eve Street Fight was really good. However, the Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers Steel Cage match was good. That was really good. That was some AAA level savagery, shall I say. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers Steel Cage match. That's definitely going have to have to, have to be the best one. Yeah. Absolutely. Best Mike Duel. MJF and CM Punk on Thanksgiving Eve. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Ruby Soho. The Inner Circle and The Pinnacle have a parlay. Parlay? <laughs> 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right. A parlay. Yeah, parlay. yeah, a parlay. Hangman Adam Page meets Brian Danielson. The Inner Circle call out Dan Lambert. Mm, I'm pretty clear on the winner here. You? Oh, man, that parlay was really good. <laughs> I think um, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Ruby Soho. They mm. got personal, and I loved it. Oh, snap. MJF and CM Punk, that was on Thanksgiving Eve? Yeah. Holy cow. You know what? It's March already. It's basically about to be <laughs> yes. March. Like, what happened? It's March. Like, holy cow. Nothing is good. Time flies by when you're AW definitely knows how to keep a good thing going uh, the right way, shall I say. The right way. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to keep... This was WWE. They would have been, like, fighting, way. like, five or six times. And none of it wouldn't matter. However, I'm probably going to go with a parlay. I'm going to go with a parlay on this one. Because you know what? That that wasn't even like my favorite exchange between MJF and CM Punk. Yeah, they had a lot. So it's hard to just pick that one. Okay. Uh, wh which one did you pick, Jean? Uh, Red Baker and Ruby Soho. Oh, yeah. That one was good. Oh, yeah. That one was really good. Uh, wrestler of the year. Uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, no, actually, just wrestler of the year. It, yeah, overall. Just wrestler of the year. Uh, Brian Danison, Dr. Britt Baker, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, Darby Allen, Hikaru Shida, Miro. What's he though? Kenny Omega. Oh, man. He just did, he did the most. I'm going to go with Dr. Britt Baker on this one, to be completely honest. The reason for that is that she had the most coverage of all of last year and up until this point. What do you mean? So, because so uh, Brian Danielson like ended up coming in like at some point middle of the year. Kenny Omega got injured at some or, or uh, uh, went away after Hangman had won the thing. Right? right, Hangman right now was he was struggling like a little bit at the beginning. He had taken some off. Right, Darby Allen really good though, really good competitor. I wouldn't put it past him. Not However, he lost the title. Miro, same thing. Lost the title. Doctor Brave Baker has covered. Has Hikaru been the most coverage. Shida? 
has cover has had the most coverage and honestly as one of the most over wrestlers on the planet especially during that whole britsburg situation come on i say hangman i'm sorry uh kenny omega because honestly he just did the most that year he was everywhere he was the champion he was on uh he was doing promos all the time he was in triple a um he was doing background work or backstage work with the fucking video game and apparently he was injured that whole time and without him we wouldn't have the great story that we had with hangman adam page so yeah i stick with kenny omega right absolutely i wouldn't disagree if he ended up winning on that one there's a Mm -hmm. lot of wrestlers on this list that would can definitely deserve it to be completely honest uh they've been doing like the most of brian dennison come on like he's he's given like an absolute expose like an absolute like uh, magnum opus, as they say, he's giving us like his true, like final masterpiece of wrestling, right? Yeah. Um, and Adam Page, of course, to getting over, uh, winning the title against the aforementioned Kerry Omega, right? Yeah. Darby Allen, really good, amazing upstart. Um, I would have called him r- rookie of the year, like, uh, last time around, right? Two years ago, yeah, to be completely honest. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Ikarushita, really, really good as well. Yeah, right? she carried us through the pandemic. As she the carried champion. us through the pandemic as the champion, and that can never be looked overlooked. Mm-hmm. Never, never, mm-hmm. never. Absolutely. And hold on, time out. If I, was, I would like to say to some people that are like, oh, well, we would never have known how it would have gone, you know, if, if there was people, we would never know. We would never know. It doesn't, it, it, not that it doesn't matter, but we do know how it went. People watch the, the, the program. We love Shida. We absolutely love that she carried us through the pandemic. This is unsurmountable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, th- this was what we were looking forward to. Like every week when we had like such a, a dark time, you know, for like us and a lot of wrestling fans, her Moxley, come on. That was something we, we looked forward to every week. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, That's so, it. Those so, are our answers. So those are our answers uh, for that one. Uh, let's go ahead and take a little break. Seas, and I'll give you a quick rundown of the JCW and the to the quick rundown of the triple a pay-per-view rey de reyes this one this one was a doozy this one was definitely like a doozy we had a lot of surprises though uh on this one the first match if i remember correctly uh was ended up what ended up being the four-way match to determine the number one contender for the triple a reina de reinas championship we had maravilla with lady shani flammer and the luchadora sorpresa which uh, of course wasn't really was probably like uh worse one of the worst kept secrets of this one uh <laughs> <laughs> uh it ended up being uh taya it ended up, be, up being our beloved Wera loca. La Wera loca good stuff uh she didn't end up winning the match and she did call out uh she ended up calling out uh ¿cómo se llama? ¿Cómo se llama? El dijo del tirantes? for fucking up the match oh well yeah yeah <laughs> she, she did call him out and she did throw his ass out and yeah we had a lot of uh interruptions Again, by this motherfucking hijo del tirantes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she ended up. Uh, she ended up being. Uh, she, sorry, she did end up winning. She called out Dana Perazzo for the Triple A and in this title. I uh, hope she wins. To be completely honest, I forgot Dana Perazzo still had the title. Yeah, she holds the ROH title too. Damn. <clears throat> right, right. 
And she's getting married soon. <laughs> right, right. This is like the era of uh, the era of the ring collectors. The not the ring collectors. The fucking uh, uh, belt collectors. Yeah. Right. Uh, we also had a three-way mixed tag team match. Uh, Bianca Tercero Jr. and La Yedra versus Octagon Jr. and Sexy Star, and versus Ares and Chica Tormenta. Mm-hmm. That, that one was pretty good, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, Sexy Star and Sexy Star and Octagon ended up winning. Uh, after that, the trios match. We had uh, Willie Mack, uh, Mr. Iguana, and Niño Burguesa versus Psychosis, Abismo Negro, and Latigo. Uh, other heels that ended up winning. Psychosis, Psychosis and the squad uh, didn't end up winning. Uh, holy shit. Oh, that's right. If I remember correctly, yeah, it was... It was a it was a pretty big sweep of of on the side of Los Vipers. Uh, the, after that, we had the three way trios match: La Empresa, which is Sam Adonis, DMT, Azul, and Puma King, versus La Familia Real, LA Park, hijo de LA Park, and LA Park Junior, LMAO, and yeah. versus uh, NGO, uh, non governmental organization. No, just kidding. It's what? like Nueva Generación Dinamita. It's Sansón Cuartero and Forastero. Uh, on that one, uh, La Empresa won again. La Empresa just keeps murking, uh, to be completely honest. Uh, after that, we had the tag team match, the Lucha Brothers. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. No, no. It didn't end up being like the tag team match. My apologies. Uh, since Phoenix had uh, ended up getting injured, uh, it did end up turning into Pentagon Jr. versus uh, Dragon Lee. No, versus Dralistico. Versus Dralistico. Wait, wait, wait. Give me that one again. So what was the actual match? The the match ended up being Dra- Pentagon Jr. versus Dralistico. Okay. Right, uh, Phoenix wasn't able to to get into the ring, and they actually stopped him from like interfering while his brother was getting murked. He almost lost his mask. Oh yeah, what a good promo! Like right before this match. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was pretty rough. He was straight up crying. He was straight. Yeah, he was pretty much like straight up crying. Like they're murking my brother. He's about to like lose his mask. Luckily, yes. he, was, he was able to keep it on. But holy shit! Uh, of course, we're we're basically like setting it up for like next time around because I know this tag team match is gonna be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Where are the tag team champions at the moment? I don't know. The tag team champions, as we know, uh, as of now, is FTR. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are they? I have no idea. No idea. Uh, weird. Uh, after that, we did have the actual final match, the Rey de Reyes Championship match, uh, which was Psycho Clown versus Hibernético versus Loretto Kid versus Luchador Supresa versus Bendito. Why did they put Luchador Suppressa at the end? I have no idea. <laughs> Luchador Suppressa didn't end up being like an old schooler from the old school CML days. Uh, homeboy he used to mark it back in the day. With Cibernetico, uh, Rock, Rock, Roquero something, something. I keep forgetting his name. Point is, none of them ended up winning. Psycho Clown ended up winning, even though everybody was cheering on Cibernetico. Holy shit. I don't know if just Cibernetico. First of all, he's a villain. He had all the star power. He didn't end up winning. Psycho Clown, uh, one, he should have like gotten like a standing ovation, like and everything from like the crowd, being that he is basically uh, the face right now. The face, he's the face of Triple A. To be completely clown. honest, I love Usually. Psycho Clown. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's get some clowns in the chat. <laughs> he did end ended up winning, uh, right? Uh, and, and then of course our main event was the Triple A Mega Championship. The which was Hijo del Vikingo versus Johnny Hennigan, a.k.a. Johnny Drip Drip, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison. We still call him Johnny Drip Drip, to be completely honest. What does he go by now? John Hennigan. 
Hennigan is his real last name, or that's another. I think that's his real last last name, but I think he changed it as of late. I don't. I don't even. Johnny Mundo. Oh, it's Johnny Mundo. It's Johnny Mundo now. No, is it? It used to be Johnny Mundo. It's one of those things. Honestly, it was a really good match. It was a high flying match. It was so good. Let me tell you what. So it was an open coliseum. It was an. I mean, it was an open. It was an open stadium. It started raining, you guys. It was raining, and then they were basically wrestling in this wet ass fucking ring. Very dangerous. Flipping around. That did, th- flipping around and shit. That did not stop them, however. You know. Because sp- they are professional. Right. Springboards, backflips, and, and whatnot. Uh, I swear, like, one, like, slip and just fucking land on your neck and you're done. This was highly, highly me- metaphorical, symbolic. The rain, you know. This was a baptism on the side of Hijo del Vikingos. In Hijo del Vikingos side. He's now no longer just like, you know, but just like this cruiserweight. He is the guy. He is the top guy. Not just any guy. Not just, not you know, now I'm a heavyweight now. No, no, no. You're the guy. He is the AAA champion. I yeah. can't wait for his match with Kenny as soon as he's ready. Right? Yeah. Uh, Johnny... And that's why there could be doubts, right? Because he never really, he never had a match against Kenny Omega. Because Kenny kind of just had to give back his belt. So, I mean, he never really won that belt. But now with this match against John Morrison, John Hennigan, Hennigan <laughs> whatever he goes by now. Yeah, the rain on the rain on his side, it was like, what? We're, it's like a baptism on him. He's no longer Johnny Drip Drip, a.k.a. America's Moist Wanted. <laughs> rain brought to you by Triple A and shit. <laughs> yeah, honestly, by the way, where can I get my, can I still get my hands on a drip stick? Likely. Maybe we can make that work. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what a drip stick is, don't Google it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> was that the last match? Uh, yeah, that that was ended, ended up being like the last uh, the last match on that one. Uh, it was pretty chill. It was pretty chilling of a pay per view. I'm excited to see what Ataya is going to do in the future. I hope she wins it against Dana Parazzo. To be completely honest. Uh, as much as we love Tina Perazzo, maybe, maybe not so much. I don't know. No heat though. However, mm-hmm. however, well, we, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I totally forgot. Let's go ahead and move on to the GCW match real quick here. We have the first singles match. Uh, Blake Christian did end up defeating, uh, Nick Wayne, right? Uh, after that, we had another singles, uh, exhibition match. Tony Ben defeats Kevin Blackwood. Uh, Mike Bailey, after that, defeats Ninja Mac. Uh, wasn't too familiar with those guys. However, they did do a really nice match. And this was a GCW pay-per-view, right? This was the GCW pay-per-view. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, sorry. The first match was the Briscoe Brothers uh, going up against uh, Team, Team Samoa. God damn fucking shit. I forgot their name. I don't know what the hell. I didn't write that down. anyways yes the briscoe brothers as of now are still uh pretty much undefeated and one of the hottest uh, tag team wrestlers in the indie in indie scene right uh after that we had a gcw extreme title match aj gray the current champion defeated ach right uh after that we had a really interesting match dr wagner making his return to gcw defeating homicide I remember Homicide. Yeah, Homicide. Oh, you know yeah. Homicide. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Nick Cage was on commentary, uh, putting over his boy, uh, but still putting nice. everyone over. Of course, Dr. Wagner, he's a huge fan of Dr. Wagner, one of like his, uh, one of his, uh, one of his uh, senpais, as they say. Dr. Wagner, of course, 
taking off his mask after after entering the ring, as is customary uh, after losing after losing uh, after losing the uh, the face face uh, the mask against hair match against Psycho Clown a few years back, which is interesting because after after his after his defeats after after his win over Homicide, he called out Psycho Clown. Uh, he basically said "fuck you, everybody" in Spanish, of course. Mm-hmm. In a tasteful Spanish language. <laughs> no, it was not tasteful. It, it was pretty funny. He not tasteful. He basically said, fuck you or everyone. He's flipping everybody off and shit. He grabbed some dude from the crowd to translate for him. And he <laughs> called out Psycho Clown again. He's got, you know, he said, you know what? Let's uh, let's fight it out in this GCW ring. I challenge you for a hair versus mask match. Holy shit. That's going to be a good one. Does he get to put the mask back on? I mean, there's no point, but... No, he gets to take... No, you never get it back. Everybody already oh. knows what you look like. Yeah. It doesn't matter not anymore. Not even for the look? No, it's not for the look. Everybody already knows what you look like. So, yeah. I uh, Dr. Wagner doesn't have any hair. He has like two inches of hair. It's whatever. <laughs> I don't think Psycho Clown's going to lose it in this fucking match. <laughs> Hell to the no. Uh, after that, we have the eight-man tag team match. Uh, we have Second Gear Crew and Friends. Ellie Catch, Dark Sheik, Gringo Loco, and Matt Justice... Uh, did end up team defeating the team of Team Reefer, uh, comprised of Team Grim Reefer, uh, Jack Cartwheel, Jimmy Lloyd, and John Oliver. Jordan Oliver, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> John Oliver, that's the motherfucker from that HBO show. <laughs> yes. LMAO. And then we have your main events. Uh, the much anticipated tag team match. Joey Janela and the returning X-Pac right. defeated the major players. Uh, Brian Manners and Matt Cardona. With Chelsea Green watching from Rinsa. Oh yeah, Chelsea was there. Yeah, Chelsea was there. It was, it was Jesse, really Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> it was it was a really fun match. It was actually a really nice match. This was X Pac's last match, uh, which is understandable. He's old. Honestly, at the end of the match, he was really blown up, like really blown up. He could hardly. And if promo. he wasn't, boy, was he acting very, very good. <laughs> no, his face was all red and shade. Like he was like, "All right, guys." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we love X Pac. Uh, he cut a really heartfelt promo. He's like, you know what? I know this is, I've had like a really dark, you know, 10 years of like my life, like in the past and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like that. You know what, X? Like, we love you, man. Uh, we wish like nothing for the best of you. It was it was such a beautiful match. Such a beautiful match. And I was thinking along all these lines, like, okay, you know, uh, I thought Joey was a heel. And then he's fighting like these other heels. You know what I mean? And I'm like, is this kind of like a phase turn or what's going on? And as soon as I was thinking that, Joey just turns around and like uh, super kicks X-Pac. Everybody was like, what? Everybody lost their minds. I lost my mind. I was like, what? He turned on X-Pac. Yeah, especially because during that whole promo towards the end, he was like hugging him and he was like cheering him, you know? And all of a sudden at the end, just kicked to the face. Like, damn, dude. (laughs) Those are some real tears coming out of Joey Janela's uh, eyes. We can see mm-hmm. all the pain. It's like, damn, this is like my senpai. This is a lot of people's senpais. You know what I mean? Yeah. We love and I'm going to have to kick him in the face. Because I'm a heel. <laughs> and I got to get some heat. Got to get over. Okay. Sad face. Uh, so, good stuff. Good salutations for X-Pac. Uh, thank you for putting someone over. That was so nice. This is the way. Mm-hmm. As they say. This is the best way to retire, right? This is the best way to retire. Right. Uh, but there you have it. Bring ciders. Uh, thank you all for tuning into another deluxe episode of watching from ringside uh as always please go ahead and follow us on all of the social media accounts yes we have instagram twitter tiktok 
and they're all at WFR underscore podcast. Again, that's at WFR underscore podcast. We would love to talk to you in any of those platforms. Absolutely. And for all other business inquiries, uh, watching.from.ringside at gmail.com, right? Oh, 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 and also, if y'all want to go ahead and follow me on my personal accounts on Instagram, that's behind the back for two, at behind the back for two, right? Mm -hmm. It's underscore in between each layer. But if you just search behind the back for two, it'll come out. My beautiful face will be right there. And of course, as always, the first person to DM us on this episode will receive a very special prize exclusively from watching from ringside so go ahead and dm us on whatever you like on the instagram twitter tiktok whatever we'll be out here you guys and have an, an amazing rest of your week we will be back next week to talk about whatever we want to talk about next week <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to tune in to find out <laughs> <laughs> surprise surprise Oh, that's funny. Oh, LMAO. Okay, no. For reals, though, we'll catch you guys later on. Y'all have a safe week and an amazing rest of your day.